What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi. Today is, well, it's late Friday night. It is about 20 after midnight. Um, I call it late Friday night. Technically, it's Saturday, but you guys know I put it out late Friday night. So, um, or early Saturday, whatever, trying to be uh, the same as always. But it's late, early, whatever the fuck. It's December 15th. Uh, it's 20 minutes into December 15th. How about that? All right. And um, you guys are listening to episode number 90, guys. That's right. Episode number 90, 10 away from 100. And um, I'm definitely going to do an anniversary show, something special. So um, get into that. But that's 10 weeks away. It's funny. It only It's 10 episodes away, but it's really like over two months away. So, um, but I can't believe I've been doing this for 90 episodes and, um, you know, obviously, you know, love, love doing the show. Uh, thank you guys all for your uh, kind words. And then, you know, the, the, the listeners, the old listeners, the new listeners, everybody who hopped aboard this thing and, and likes what I do, likes what the fuck I talk about and, uh, just likes to listen to watch me, um, or, or likes to just listen to, to hear me, not watch me. It's going to be creepy one day when you could do a fucking podcast and somebody could, it'll be like a live cam. I would never do that shit, but you guys have been uh, into hearing me talk shit and um, I'm loving it. So, so thank you. Got another good show. Going to talk about some real shit today and, um, you know, get into all kinds of stuff. So we're going to talk about um, some sports. We're going to talk about a couple of unfortunate things that have, that have happened um, and, uh, some stuff about family, we're gonna talk about some sports, we're gonna talk, we're gonna do, we're doing unacceptable, all kinds of shit I got on 90 for you guys, so, um, enjoy it, sit back, relax, as you know, the Verzi Effect podcast show is sponsored by Butterfly Radio, Butterfly Radio, download the free app on your iPhone, Okay, it's free and it allows you to go to the podcasts that are on there and you could leave an audio message. You could also go to ButterflyRadio.com, register and um, get your own podcast show. Put your own pictures up. Make your own podcast channel. You could do multiple channels. Talk about whatever you want to do. That's what Butterfly Radio does. And speaking of that, um, I am going to return a message that I got because I got a message. Uh, People have been downloading the um, app, but, uh, you know, the more you guys... Uh, either register on there or uh, or contact me and talk directly. So um, I got a message from Joe, and uh, it was regarding the fighting. And instead of getting back to him um, myself, I want to do it on the show just to show my appreciation. And um, you know, it was a great message. So so thanks so much, Joe. Uh, it said submitted by Joe, so I'm, I'm guessing that's it. You could have and next time, yeah, man. Leave your name and and and. Um, you know, I'll shout you out. And anybody that wants to go to Butterfly Radio, it's real simple. You download it, and you could talk to me directly, and I'll talk to you on the show. So um, basically, Joe was the first smartest one. So stop just fucking do something with it. Don't just download it. Do something with the fucking app, all right? All right. Um, but Joe was talking to me about um, a fighting story that he had. Because I talked about, um, you know, that that story in college. And he had mentioned how he got into a scuffle. And then his friends broke it up. And then he, uh, it's fucking hilarious. His friends broke it up and he just like went to one of their houses. Or like went to sleep. 
and woke up and like didn't think it was much of a fight. And then he was like was like filled with blood on his jacket and shirt or whatever, and he realized that he just kicked the shit out of the guy. So, um, yeah, man, it's just really bad. It's bad news, and um, you know, especially when drinking's involved, because you don't know the damage that you could do, and um, it's crazy. It's just something that um, you know. There's no, there's no reason to unless you really feel that you are, are threatened or somebody close to you is threatened and you need to do something like strike somebody, you know. So, um, and, you know, other than that, man, and, and I, would, I would imagine that every fight where somebody ends up in jail or somebody gets really hurt, there's drinking involved. And that's a really scary, uh, stupid thing. So, you know. You know, now that I'm in my 30s, you know, I mean, I'm still a young guy. I'm in my early 30s, but, you know, you don't want to, you know, you got to realize, like, you look and it's like, it's not about, like, status and it's not stupid. And, and uh, you know, Joe had mentioned that, you know, he's not a fighter and that was, like, the one fight he got into. But he was psyched that he kicked the shit out of the guy and he realized it the next day. So, and also, man, thank you so much for your for your kind words and your compliment, um, you know, for the show. And, uh, you know, saying that you look forward to the show, it's something that you look forward to. That means a lot. And anybody out there who, uh, you know, if the Verzi Effect podcast is something that you listen to in the car or uh, it's just part of your week and, 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 you know, you can't live without it, uh, that's that's what I'm trying to do here. So um, thank you, Joe. Thanks for the submission. And anybody else, do what Joe did. Go to Butterfly Radio, uh, get the free app, click on the Verzi Effect on the site, and just submit me a audio. I will listen to it and I will talk about it. So thanks again. Um, this leads me to something that I really can't really get into too much. I don't want to talk about it too much. It was a very unfortunate incident, and it's something that, uh, you know, um, you know that we're dealing with, we're getting through it, and uh, I'll just make it quick. The reason why, um, and it's kind of ironic because of what the last podcast was about. It was the most, co- it was like the weirdest fucking thing, and I had, it was, I mean, you guys will know kind of in a second what I'm about to tell you. Be like, holy shit, no way. Yeah, I can't believe it It went down like this. But um, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because uh, I was involved in an incident last week. And again, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to mention, you know, with who or anything like that. But I was involved in an incident that was pretty scary, pretty crazy. And um, I did the... Uh, oh, by the way, check out um, Robert Kelly's podcast, You Know What Dude. Uh, check that podcast out. Um What's it called? YKWD. Check that out. Uh, that podcast, I was just on there. I did a couple of them, actually. Um, by the way, man, Robert Kelly, fucking cool. What a fucking cool, good dude. I think he's in the top five funniest motherfuckers right now. And, um, you know, it's cool when you see somebody. It's cool when you see somebody that you respect and you love their comedy and, you know, I don't know, people have said like the way that he came up is kind of the way that I'm coming up as far as stand-up and always respected the guy and the guy was good to me when I worked with him, at, you know, early, early in my career and you always like respect somebody's comedy but then to actually meet a guy and talk to a guy and see like, oh my God, like not only is he like, do you love the dude's comedy and is he a good dude but he's just like such a cool down-to-earth, somebody that like, I don't know, man, so... Um, I had a great time. Check out his podcast. A great podcast, man. It's a bunch of comedians sitting down, shooting the shit, hanging out, talking, making fun of each other, telling stories. And I did that. And when I was on the show, it got brought up that I was in a um, in an unfortunate um, incident and situation, which I was. So um, since it was brought up a little bit on that show, 
Um, I'll obviously I'll try to, you know, just really abbreviate what happened and, um, you know, cause people are going to listen to that and he has a ton of listeners and they're going to come to me and go, oh, you, you always talk about real shit on your podcast. How come you didn't really talk about that or, or whatever. So here it is. Um, last weekend, uh, I, uh, was actually for the second time in my life in a, in a really serious bad fight. And it was, uh, something that, um, you know, I'm going to try to say this, you know, Ah, oh, fuck. Um, my wife was put in a really bad situation in front of me. It was, uh, family was involved, and, um, drinking was involved. Not on my end, thank God. And my wife was just put in a really bad, uncomfortable spot. Things were said that, um, were unacceptable. Uh, actions were, 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 it was just ridiculous. And, um, I got into a fight and it was really, really bad and it was really ugly. And, uh, you know, and it was just something that, um, we're going to, we're moving past and that's it. But it was an unfortunate situation. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here right now with a busted up right hand. Um, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, some things happen that are out of your control. And that's what's really scary about it. You know, it's kind of like Joe's message to me on butterflies. Like, you don't know what can happen. And it can happen at the drop of a dime. And things can seem fine. And then all of a sudden, oh man, you need to... You know, and it's just dangerous, man. You know, people get hurt. And, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a situation where... You know, you hit somebody and... You don't know what can happen, the repercussions of it, regardless if you're in the right or not. It's just a bad, scary, fucked up situation, and it can happen at the drop of a dime, and it's, um, it's something that you never want to be a part of. I will tell you this, though. If the same exact situation happened that I was in last weekend happened a hundred times, I would do the exact same thing a hundred times in a row. So um, when family's involved, I, you know, that's what you do. So, um, but anyway, it's behind us. We're putting it behind us. It's done. And, um, uh, I just wanted to bring that up because it was brought up on another podcast show and I, you know, my listeners are probably going to say, Hey, dude, what the fuck? I'm hearing you on one podcast, talk about something that, uh, well, you know, I couldn't get into it. And for legal things, I'm, I'm not going to get into it, but, uh, I'm okay. My wife is okay. And, um, and I just move on from there. It's just an unfortunate thing. It's just kind of ironic how you're talking about like, a college fight, you know, on the last podcast, and all of a sudden this fucking unbelievable incident happened. So, uh, there you go. Uh, anyway, you know, a lot. One thing that I really wanted to talk about on this podcast was, uh, and, and this is another thing. You know, I, I like to. You, if you guys listen to the show, you know, I like to get rid of the sad shit and the fucked up shit early because um, it's just, you know, you don't want to talk about stuff and get into things and then all of a sudden oh by the way so-and-so fucking you know got hit by a car and then it's like yeah that's a real fucking you know you just killed that mood so um one of the most horrific things happened today and you know this morning at that school in Connecticut with those kids um I gotta be honest with you it was the first time in my life that I ever watched the news and I don't know if it's because I'm a parent myself now with uh, a three and a half year old and a seven month old um, it was the first time I saw a tragedy on the news where I literally, like, thinking about it and going through it in my head, like, literally, like, you know, I'm not going to say I cried, but I could say I think, my, like, my, like, it was one of those things where you just watch it and, like, you just, your eyes get watery, you know, my son goes to a daycare 
And um, luckily, it's like fucking you can't get into the place. I mean, there's like fingerprints by the parents and there's two doors that they have to buzz you in. And I love that about the place. You know, you need like a fucking SEAL Team 6 to get in to fucking penetrate this place, which I, which I absolutely love. Um, but, um, you know, what this fucking sick, sick person did to kids and children is just, I mean, it, it's something that it's beyond like talking, like it's beyond even... Like, you can't even talk about it. So there's nothing that I can say on this podcast other than um, thoughts and prayers to to the families. I couldn't imagine what the families of those children are going through. Uh, the families of anybody, actually, who lost their lives. I, I can't even imagine it. It's one of the most horrific things I've ever seen or uh, heard about. And, um, again happens in a in a suburb in a rich suburb and it just goes to show that it's not about money it's not it's just um it's just about crazy and and really seeing what the fuck's going on with people but um hopefully hopefully this opens the eyes like the one thing that I want to say about this thing and then I'm going to get off it because it's just so new and fresh and it's it's absolutely horrific and again thoughts and prayers to everybody who um you know, the victims, the families of the victims, everybody in that community, and just everybody who was, you know, touched by this. It's it's so just awful and um, inconceivable. And, you know, um, it's like one of those things where, like, you know, even as a comedian, you know, I do my podcast and I get on stage and I'm I'm trying to grow as a as a comic and and you know I, I'm trying to grow my show and and all this shit that I'm doing and my stand up is, you know something that I, I hold really close to my heart and you want to be honest and talk about, but you hear something like this and like there really isn't like it it's something that stops comedians in their tracks. It's something that just you can't there's nothing to do or say about something like this because it's senseless, it's crazy and like the futures of these people are just over because of this shit and it, it's really fucking horrific and and sad. And I think that you know, the one thing I'll say about this before I, I, I get off the topic is um, I got to be honest, like, I don't know if, like, enough was learned from, from Columbine and 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 Virginia Tech and, and the movie theater, the Dark Knight Rises, that fucking dude in, in Colorado. I, I don't know if enough was, like, can we get, you know, I was talking to my dad today um and family and just everybody because I don't see uh, my family that much and that's a big topic on today's thing family but um and we're just talking about like where's security like it's a good point it's like where is security you know like nothing is stopping people from do like where is security like how about giving job opportunities to either you know retired police officers like how about every school has some sort of security where there's like a chance at least you know like just make like movie theaters have a cop or two at night at a movie theater just have that pay the fucking dudes they don't care they'll sit there they'll shove their faces and drink coffee who gives a fuck you know you give some retired cop fucking 15 dollars an hour to sit there and shove his fat face with donuts with his friend he's psyched he doesn't give a fuck his wife is sleeping it's a break for him you know, and I, and 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 I'm really not trying to be funny or make light of this, but do that. You know, have people at a school standing in all entrances. Have security at all entrances of a school at all times. Jesus, how long is a fucking school? From seven in the morning to two in the afternoon, or eight to three, or whatever the fuck it is. Just do that. 
Have them take shifts. It doesn't matter. But, you know, th- this problem keeps happening. And it's like, why? What's going to change it? You know, and once again, the media is going to be all over this thing. And it's just a fucking shit show. So anyway, it's a horrible day. Um, and I just hope that, um, you know, I just hope that, you know, something like st- the some people, you know, in, in, I don't know if it's a state thing or if it's a, a nationwide thing, but really just coming up with some sort of security system that at least gives people a chance where they're not sitting ducks and where some crazy person could go in there and do something, man. That that's that's the only thing that I want to say. But thoughts and prayers to everybody. It's just an absolute, absolute horrific, horrific tragedy. And um, you know, that's all I could say. My my thoughts and prayers are with with everybody uh, affected by that. Uh, but one thing that I wanted to talk about on the show, what today I want to talk about family. You know, because. Like I know, like, like family. You you think about family more around the Christmas time and around the holiday time because like families are fucked up, you know. Like everybody's got a fucked up family, you know. And then everybody's got a great family too at the same time. It's really weird. You ever notice that? Like you ever look at your family and you're like, yeah, man, this is great. We're all together. We're having a really great time. But then like if you stayed with them for like four or five or you know six days. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's why we only get together here. And not all of them, not all of them. Because like, there's some family members that everybody has. You, you, Everybody's got that couple of family members where you'll be like, man, I can hang with that person every day. Like I just get along with that person. You know, whether it's a sibling. But then everyone's got that one person where it's like, holy shit, dude, thank God. Is it like, they usually leave at 5 o'clock. Like, is it 4.30 yet? You know, something like that. But uh, <laughs> I just feel like, Around this time, you start to really fucking realize, holy shit, man. Like, I'm. Like, you see why you just gotta leave the nest and start your own family and do that. And you get together and you're like, man, like, that person comes from that. Or, you know. And then, and, and again, like, and, and the beautiful thing about it is that's what family is about. Like, family is about. I mean, it's the most important thing. It really is. And a strong family structure is, 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 I don't think it, it, anything's better. You know, I hope that my um, my son and daughter have a great relationship growing up and, and, you know, we always want to be together and we get along with each other and everything like that. But, you know, families can be really fucked up and hard and there's always one person that has an issue. Everyone's got that, right? That one family member, like, anytime you see them, like, there's always... Like, they come in mad. Isn't that the worst when you're having a great time with, like, 90% of your family? But then like that one or two people come in and they have an issue and it just fucking brings it all down. Oh my God, that's the absolute worst. It's like you're sitting there at the table. You have like wine or a drink. You and like whichever one in your family is competitive decides to like play Scrabble and then somebody else gets involved and it's like, hey, you guys want to all play Scrabble and drink wine and whatever and you're sitting there shooting the shit and everything is awesome. And that one fucking asshole opens the door. It's like, I swear to God, I can't take this shit. You know, and like, it like stops the game. And then the flow of the Scrabble game. And like, you got good letters. <laughs> right? You got a fucking Z. You got a Z and an O. So you're looking around the fucking board for one more O where you can make zoo. Because you don't know how many other fucking words start with a Z. Although I will say this. 
I'm getting better at that shit. Like, I know a lot of words that start with Z. A lot of two-letter words. You got to do that. But, you know, you got a Z or you got like a Q and a U and you're psyched. You're going to fucking bust out like quiet or quick on a triple word score. And this fucking family member comes in and then all of a sudden people start talking to that family member and start drinking in the game. Nobody concentrates on the game and you just sit there and now you're kind of pissed off because you thought everything was going good and this person fucking ruined your time. It's just, and I guess, you know what it comes down to though? That's life. Like instead of being pissed at that family member as I'm, you know, have a family myself, I realize like that's just part of it. So you just got to kind of laugh at it and roll with it and enjoy it as hard as that is. And then you got the assholes in your family that you really just want nothing to fucking do with. And if that's what you have, then that's what you have. And even if that's what you have, just fucking enjoy. Like, I guess the point of of what I'm trying to say and what I'm trying to really talk about on this show today is, um, and I, obviously I'm not going to sit here and just talk about families because we know everybody's family's fucked up, but because uh, we have a lot more stuff to talk about on the show, but I like the the thing that I wanted to talk about with this is instead of really like getting down about it, like all you can do is, and I don't think people do this enough. I really don't. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm just reading something here on a vintage seltzer bottle. And unless I'm crazy, I think this thing said this is good until 2048 if it was sealed. The fuck? People stocking this shit for 50 years? Alright, anyway. Um, instead of getting down about it, right? Just all you could do is live your life and enjoy it and just like not let... Here's what it is. Too many people let family fuck what they're doing up. And it's like, just don't. Just fucking don't. Try not to. If you know an asshole is coming over on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and you just don't like them, instead of letting that asshole fuck your day up, just fucking enjoy them being an asshole and just be like, I don't have to see this person again. Just look at it like that. Or, or if it really bothers you, don't take part in it. Just be like, yeah, you know what? Like, I don't need that in my fucking life. Like, I just feel too many people let that horrible shit affect them so much that it ruins their time. And I'm not doing it. Don't do it. You know, and, and for as many people listening to this going, well, you know, not my family. my fa-. No, you know, maybe your family's awesome and maybe it's great and maybe you embrace that, that shit. But, like, I'm not going to be one of these people and I, I really, I really hate this about family get-togethers is going to one knowing you're not going to like it because someone else is there. I think you got to cut that shit out of your life, man. Fuck that. You know, as much as you want to be positive and have a good time, if somebody's really, really going to just make it miserable, then just have the freedom to just go, no, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Just, I'm not going to do that. I would really, I'd rather, I'd rather not. Fuck it. Life's too short, man, to be miserable. So my advice on the show today is this. If you're gonna, I'm acting like I always give advice on the show instead of just talking fucking complete stupid shit. I'm acting like I, I like... So what you guys, what I'm going to leave you guys with today, okay, when I'm really going to fucking change your life, like I'm saying anything you guys don't know, but no, what what I, I would say is, you know, for, for what I'm trying to say is if you're living your life 
and you're enjoying it and somebody else is making it miserable, literally cut that shit out, even if it is in your family, or just make the fucking best of it and and don't let it get you down. But don't let it fuck... Unless, listen, unless you got some fucking drunk assholes coming over and just starts fucking hitting people. Like, that's that's completely different. I mean, that's like... And first of all, if you got that guy still coming over, it's your fault. Like, why the fuck are you inviting that guy? He's drunk. Okay, he's going to barge in the door. He's going to start slurring his words and talking shit. And then what? Nobody's going to like it. There's going to be a fucking fight and it's going to be ugly. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about shit that annoys you and you really don't want to be around it. And the unfortunate thing is when you get older, it happens a lot more. When you're a little kid, oh my God, a little kid family, is it's over. When you're a little kid, you have no idea. You're sitting on an uncle's lap who just fucking, you know, just got out of prison. You don't know who the fuck, like, like if you're two years old or three years old and some uncle or some aunt just hands you a fucking toy car, you think that person is like, you know, you could literally be told, no, you don't want to get, you don't like this person because they, they walk around towns with bats hitting people during every Thursday. That's what they do on Thursdays. Yeah, they do just crack people's heads open and like one of them got arrested for it and got out of jail after five years. Don't take the car. The three-year-old's going to go, listen, this motherfucker could hit as many people in the head with a bat on every Thursday from now on. If he keeps coming and giving me cars, he's all right in my book. That's the beauty about being a kid. That's it. You're just running around. You got cupcake frosting on your upper lip. You're wearing a fucking stupid sweater that's itchy that your mom put you in. You know, there's toys everywhere and it's a great time. Everyone's eating. You just hear adults talking and you don't care and you just try to get as much shit as you can get hanging out with the other little kids that are at the party and it's a great day. And then you start to grow. And then, like, you kind of start to realize as a teen, oh, maybe this is a lot of fucking bullshit. And then you get into adulthood and you're like, oh, this is, this, this is kind of, you know, all right, I see what this is. And then you have kids, and you're like, fuck it, we're never going there again. They're coming to our house. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> They're coming to our fucking house. All right, like I'm on that shit now, like for Thanksgiving. I'm waiting to buy a house. You know, we're in the condo now, waiting to buy a house, going to get a big house, hopefully a bigger house for sure, nice yard. And then I'm like, you want Thanksgiving's going to be at my fucking house. I'm done. I'm done. I come from a divorced family. My parents got divorced when I was five years old. And I always had to travel to my dad's for a dinner, do stuff with my mom's family for a dinner. And here's the fucked up thing. My parents got divorced, yet me and my older brother were the one in the car all day trying to please people. Like, that's really fucked up. And it's something that I'm just, you know, I'm not doing it anymore. It's like, you guys fucked up. (laughs) It's like, your marriage failed. Like, I think divorced kids should just fucking be able to stay in the fucking house of their choice for the holiday and have everybody just come to them and please them and just be like, sorry, here's a fucking turkey. Here's a fucking gift. Like, that's the way it should be. Christmas, too. No, no, you guys stay here. Relax. Anything we could do for you. We're going to leave and the next fucking family is going to come in and be there for you. That's what it should be. But no, that's not what happens. The kid gets lugged around in cars, traveling, this and that. It's bullshit, but it's family, and it has to be done, and I'm sure I'm hitting home with a lot of people right now that come from divorced families. I do. I come from a fucked up divorce, bad. Deep down inside, my parents both love me and my brother. It's all good. Got no problems with that. 
I had clothes on my back. I'm not going to sit here and cry, poor me. Fuck that. People have it 20 million times worse than I've had it. Could I have had it better? Yeah, could have had a lot better. But it is what it is. So the choice you have, I guess, is, all right, I'm going to be defiant and say fuck everybody. And not. And I, you know what? And I had that choice. And I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make the best of it and just try to fucking plow through this bullshit. I'll play the game. I'll put the fucking sweater on. I put the sweater on. Well, I'm not, I'll tell you one thing. I'm not, I'm not wearing fucking turtlenecks. If you're wearing a turtleneck, <laughs> unacceptable for the week. I'm just going right to it right now. Going right to it. If you wear a turtleneck from now until, unless there's like a gigantic turtleneck comeback, okay? I'm talking of epic proportions, okay? Like I'm not just talking Old Navy comes back with a fucking color line of them. I'm talking like epic. Like I'm talking like you almost look like an asshole if you're not in a turtleneck. Unless that happens, which let's be honest, that shit's not happening. Unacceptable to wear a turtleneck, not only on the holidays, ever. I remember the early 90s, you rock a turtleneck, a shirt over the turtleneck, and a fucking hat. Remember that? That was the shit. I remember those days. I'd wear a sweater over like a black turtleneck. And when I was with my friends hanging out, we'd have like a hat on. Either like a starter hat or a game hat or one of those things. <laughs> Look at pictures. Your fucking jeans came down low at the bottom by your ankles. Oh, it was fucking awful. That's unacceptable for the week is wearing a turtleneck. Ever. Um, that's actually the, one of the quickest unacceptables, but probably one of the funniest. <laughs> I've had a couple of quick unacceptables for the week. Like Nancy Grace's face was one of them. And that was a quick one. And now this is another quick one. Just wearing a turtleneck. But no, you got to play the game with family. Got to play the fucking game. You throw on the sweater. You sit there, you sip your drink, you smile, you're cool with everybody, and that's fine. And it's a great time. It really should be. For the majority, it's it's a great time. And when it's not, you just deal with it. But that's family. And I've realized over the probably the past five years that it's never going to be ideal and exactly... You ever notice how when you leave a family party or it's done, you look at like your sibling or whoever you were with that, and you're like, you know what? That was actually nice. <laughs> How many times do you say that? That was actually like from top to bottom. From top to bottom, that was nice. And I had that tonight. I had some family over tonight. And it was really nice and a pleasure to not think about getting on stage, to not think about writing a joke, okay? And um, just to be with family tonight. It's kind of rare to be off on a Friday as a comic. Uh, you don't get a lot of them during the year. And... Um, you know, I I didn't think about writing a joke. I didn't think about stand-up at all. Um, you know, it was cool because somebody, you know, saw and recognized my um, my picture. And I, they put they took out like a page of me and, and um, you know, the magazine that's out here. Um, and people see that and stuff. And, you know, I was like, hey. And I was like, oh, great, thanks. I appreciate it. And just kind of moved on from there. And it was nice. And I think about my career. And one of the, it was one of those times where from top to bottom, from food to talking to, to exchanging some gifts to, to sitting down, dessert, conversation, going for a walk, like everything that happened, it was really, really fucking nice. And it was like, holy shit, 
if every time was like, but it's never going to be like that. So you got to just cherish that shit. Boom. December 14th, 15th, 2012. Great, absolute great night from top to bottom. Put that shit on the calendar. Now, if the next four or five suck, or someone's tired, or someone embarrasses you, or somebody just, you know, whatever, then you know, it is what it is. You just chalk it up and say, oh, you know, you just got to wait for the one that was like tonight again, if that ever comes. So, my, my uh, family thing is this. You're going to have assholes in your family. You all know who they are. You do. You all know who they are. Even the ones that are toler- you could tolerate and, and, and deal with, and it's going to be okay. And even the ones that are okay the majority of the time, but you know they're an asshole, you're going to have it. You're going to have it. It's either going to be in your family. It's going to be in your wife's family. It's going to be somebody extra that one of those families brings. That is the fucking worst. Okay, I'm two two unacceptables. I'm doing it. I'm doing. It. I was gonna save it for next week. No, two unacceptables this week. Bringing a stranger to an already fucking like awkward. Hope everything goes well. Family thing. And I listen. I'm not want to paint the picture. I always have a good time with my family. I always do. But there have been occasional fucking just shitty blow ups and all kinds of stuff like that. And that's fine. But the person who brings, you know, that person who shows up. And you don't even really care that they're there, but then they're always like, oh, yeah, this is my friend from Michigan. She's uh, she's in town. And everyone puts that fake fucking smirk on their face. It goes, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? And then, you know, what's the first thing you're going to say? Here's the first thing you say to some shit like that. Oh, yeah, Michigan, huh? Hey. It's cold up there. <laughs> oh, shit. It's it's cold up there, huh? I gotta go to a Wolverines game. Yeah, that'd be fun. You uh, you like growing up in Michigan? <laughs> it's just some fucking bullshit fake thing. And then what's even worse than that is if they're weird and they don't want to be there. Sometimes you get lucky, right? Sometimes you get lucky, and that person is like. Oh my god, you guys have to go to Butterfly Radio and give me a story if you have one of these because these are the funniest. Somebody that shows up you don't want there and the best is when they're cool. They're like, oh yeah, man, I had to get out of there. It's cool. I really appreciate you having me here, man. That's that's awesome. You know? Um, that, you know, they're just really fucking cool about it. But then you got, you know, then you have um, the people that are there and it's already weird and then they suck. That's the worst. Absolute worst because it's every time it's and you just kind of and the and I'm the type of person that when that does happen and I've been around that. I can't mention names and shit obviously, but I've been around where a couple of like weird relatives who don't show up who are going through like mental breakdowns, and all of a sudden my mom would just go, "Oh, just so you know, so and so's showing up." So when those people show up or when like the new person that nobody knows was supposed to be there shows up, I'm one of these who like I'll just walk in a room. Hey, how you doing? Grab a piece of cheese and a cracker. Be very nice and then just kind of fucking migrate to another room. And I somehow just kind of move to where my my brothers and sister are. Or like where one of my brothers is. And we go in and we talk shit about how fucking weird it is in there. And we can't wait for everybody to leave so we can hang out and be ourselves. 
man, I'm nailing it, man. Because there's there has to be. Oh my god, that is so fucking funny to me. The the person that shows up, and the shit you have to say to them, and they tell you about their fucked up job. But yeah, man, this is uh, Cliff. Cliff. Uh, Cliff's from Cleveland. Yeah, his his, his family was going to be on vacation. And he had to work, so we figured to bring him here. Yeah. Cliff works down at the railroad. Like he does some fucking weird job, and you just got to be like... <laughs> yeah. I could give a shit if Cliff flew off a cliff. How about that? I know that's mean, but listen, that's what you deal with around the holidays. You do. You got to do it. You got to, you got to, you got to do it. You either got to do it for your husband, you either got to do it for your wife, you got to do it to keep things civil, it's just what it is. And just hope to God there's a day where it's just you and your family. I just want to have such a big family, I want to have like fucking eight kids where I just have to tell them, yeah, listen, we're not going to, it'd be too much. We're just going to stay home. Just having kids so you never have to go to somebody else's house. Um, you know what? Fuck this. My wife just texted me that I'm being loud. And I'm not going to let it affect my podcast. So fuck that. Look at me. I'm whispering. I'm like, yeah, so fuck that shit, man. I ain't doing that shit. It's a Versi effect. Episode 9. I don't give a fuck. Tell me to stop being loud. What do you think? I'm going to lower my voice. You think I'm going to lower my voice? Um, so enjoy your families over the holidays. Just look at the dickhead or the asshole and just see like, what is the thing? What, what kind of joy can you muster up for that person? If any, and if there's not, then whatever, migrate to another room and make fun of them with whoever else is there. That's that, that's a good thing to do. But look, it's something that we all have to deal with. And we unfortunately realize it during the, the holidays, but and, and and listen, from the bottom of my heart, any of you people who just everything is always normal and your family is great, l- literally from the bottom of my heart, fuck you. Okay, nobody wants to hear how great and perfect your, your shit always is. It's unrealistic. And I hope whatever you're eating is dry this year. And I'll give you something to start the fight, kick the fight off with. <laughs> Why the fuck is the turkey? Okay. Um... That's it. I just wanted to touch on that because, you know, we all have to deal with it. And, you know, there's probably some sorry fucking bastard listening to this who has no family. And he's like, okay, he's talking about family on this one. Click. I'll talk like a guy's going to just sit in his fucking little apartment with his cat and have like a TV dinner and watch some fucking horrible show on TV and just like ignore the fact that it's Christmas. Isn't that that's, that's got to be said that there are people like that, though, you know? Like there, like and I, and I really do think like if you are friends with somebody like that, you should definitely like, like if they're cool and you, you know like that's got to be fucked up. Like think about that. Being alone on Christmas has to suck. And I don't give a shit how much people are like, no, fuck that, man. I do my own thing. I don't care. It's just another day. There's got to be like that four or five hour stretch either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day where if you are alone, you're just like, what the fuck is going on with my life? 
But go, you know, definitely get at me and let me know what you guys think. If you have that crazy family member that you want to talk about, if you've had a blowout fight at a family, you know, gathering, um, you know, if people are forbidden to come to the house, whatever fights, if you got, you know, the crazy, you know, like in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, if you got the Alzheimer grandmother, you know, and, and, and again, I'm not trying to make light of that shit, but, you know, let's be honest, around the holidays, this shit's hilarious. Um, also want to talk uh, about some movies. Um, I'm going to actually see, my brother told me about this movie. I don't know if you guys saw it. He told me it's good, but, um, it's called The Devil's Double. And I saw clips of it and it looked fascinating. And it's a true story about Saddam Hussein's son who had a double. And it's about the double's life. So Saddam Hussein's son, who got, I guess, killed in an air raid in like 2003 or something by the United States, he had a double. And the guy looked exactly like him and like guy drove his like Ferraris and like went out. Like this guy lived like a fucking, this guy was like the, the equivalent of a Kardashian and, you know, just like mansions and cars and girls and did what he wanted. And like if a girl said no, he just fucking would be like, yeah. Like, I'll kill your family if you don't. Like, it was just, you know, that guy was, like, that guy didn't even kick game. That guy just was literally like, all right, look, here's the deal, man. You're going to have sex with me or your family dies. So, uh, you want to get a drink? <laughs> but apparently, um, you know, this movie is, like, insane and you see the whole thing. And, and I heard it was, like, really a lot of things happened. They said it was, like, Scarface and Goodfellas, but it was, like, with true events. So I'm going to check that out. I'm also going to check out this movie, Lawless, which I want to see. And I'm going to review those. So I know a lot of times I review movies that are in the theater, but I missed a lot of stuff during those stretches where, like, I'm just, you know, going on the road a ton or whatever. I miss those stretches where I can't get into a movie theater, and then now they're coming out on um, Blu-ray, and they're coming out on uh, or DVD. I'm sorry. So I'm going to check those out, and I will review them. And, um, but, you know, and if you guys have any recommendations. Also, one thing I wanted to let you guys know, I'll, I'll live tweet with you during my, um, what's it called? I will, I mean, I will tweet with you or return your tweets, um, after you listen to my show. So it's obviously not live tweeting, but like, in other words, um, while you're listening to my show or when you're listening to the show, if you, if you want something, tweet. Because I've been getting a lot of that lately. A lot of people who are listening to my podcast are tweeting like, hey, man, I love the podcast. I heard this. Uh, you talked about this. And, you know, kind of just saying, you know, funny shit that I said or just, you know, hitting me up saying, oh, I'm enjoying your podcast, you know. And then they say some, some shit like, you know, that totally lets me know that they listened to the previous episode. So do that. And um, if you have a question on that, get it on Twitter. And anything, if you have a quick question, get it on Twitter. If you want to talk to me about something, get it on um, Butterfly. I'll be available on uh, Butterfly too because I figured it out. And um, But I had this horrible incident happen, and that's why I haven't really – I've kind of been out of the loop for for the past couple of days here. Um, so do that. And I do appreciate all the uh, the tweets and, and the feedback and stuff. All right. Uh, got to talk a little sports here. Um, I got to be honest with you guys. My – my Knicks are really getting me scared because I've heard too many big-time NBA analysts like Charles Barkley, Magic Johnson, Steve Kerr, um, Kenny the Jet Smith on TNT. All these fucking people are saying, 
how they think the Knicks can win a championship, how the Knicks look like the Dallas Mavericks who won it a couple years ago, how they kind of look like the Miami Heat who won it last year with the great perimeter shooting. And I, I'm, my heart is looking up at me going, dude, not again. So I'm still, I'm still going to wait. I want to see, like, when Amari comes back, I want to see another, like, 15 to 20 games. But, guys, the New York Knicks are 17 and 5. They are 17 and 5. And out of those five losses, I truly believe they could have won two of them. So, in my mind, I mean, listen, it is what it is, but there literally was some crazy shit that happened. Like, I think this team could literally be 19 and 3 right now. But fine, they're 17 and 5. You know, 19 and 3 is not reality. Seven, 17 and 5 is. I'll take that. They are shitting on people and them beating the Lakers. Because I've said it many times. The three things that I love in sports when it comes to watching a team lose is the Cowboys, the Lakers, the Miami Heat. When those three teams are losing, I'm smiling. I'm loving it. And for the Lakers to go in... Mr. Selfish Kobe Bryant coming in and to the garden and Carmelo Anthony just shitting on him. Oh my god, Carmelo Anthony is playing basketball at a level that is so ridiculous right now. It's amazing. But for us to beat them like that and and you know, it was, it was undefeated in the garden 9 and 0. Just amazing. We've beaten the Spurs. We've beaten the Heat. We've beaten the Lakers. We've beaten the, the Brooklyn Nets. Should have beat them twice, actually. Um, I'm loving what this team is doing, but my heart is scared. Okay, my heart is scared because I cannot have this team go deep into the playoffs, go to Game 7, a close Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat, and then fucking LeBron James or Dwayne Wade scores at the last things. Like, I can't, I can't go through that. If that happens, I may have to skip a podcast and just be like, I, I may be in mourning. I, I can't go through that again. I can't do it. And I know so many people are like, why the fuck are you that into the Knicks? Do you want to know why? Because years ago, I loved them so much and I was so into it. Got my heart broken time and time again. And then they sucked for a decade so you didn't think about it. And my other teams were winning. So it was like, okay, you have the you have the Yankees, you have the Giants, you have all this shit going on. Doesn't matter. The Knicks are irrelevant. But then I realized when I saw the Knicks start to finally, finally put shit together and play defense. Oh my God, I love this team so much. It's kind of like I guess they say if you get molested as a kid, you forget about it until you're forty. Well, luckily I wasn't molested as a kid, but I think that that's the Knicks being like like <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> That's so horrible to somebody listening to this who really got molested. They're probably like, what a dick Verzi is. Like, I literally got molested and realized it 15 years later, and he's comparing that to being a fucking Knicks fan. Well, you know something? Fuck you. I'm a comedian, and that was a funny fucking analogy. But I am sorry that you got molested, because nobody deserves that. Um, how did it get there? How do you go from talking about sports to somebody fucking blacking out that they got molested and then having the flashback? Um, is that genius, maybe? Maybe. You lucky pricks. Okay. Alright, let's see here. What else do we got to talk about? Um, what the hell did I write here? 
Oh, somebody said to me, that's what I wrote. Somebody said to me, I don't really write out like what I'm going to talk about. I kind of just like have like, I know where I'm going to go and I put it down like, okay, I want to definitely talk about this. Like I make bullet points and then I kind of just go off the cuff, but I wrote something down and I can't, I couldn't see it, but somebody said to me on Twitter, see, somebody said to me on Twitter, let's talk about some NFC football predictions. Great. Why not? Let's. The fuck else do I have to do? It's one o'clock in the morning. And um, we're doing episode number 90. Hope you guys are enjoying it. All right, here we, go, here we go. NFC. NFC football predictions. Um, I mean, look, I'm not being biased here. I think the Giants, when the Giants defensive line plays good, they could beat anybody in football anytime. This Giants team could win their third Super Bowl. Eli Manning could win his third Super Bowl this year. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know if they if the defense turns it on if they get healthy uh, with everybody and shit happens you know and they they go on that run then then they could. Um, my prediction for the Super Bowl was the San Francisco 49ers and the and the Ravens. Um, I don't know. Looking at now, I don't know if the Ravens could do it. The Broncos look fucking amazing. The Patriots look like uh, they're going back to the Super Bowl. To be honest, but I'll say this: NFC. I think that. All right, here's my NFC predictions. I think, of course, I'm going to put the Giants in there. I am going to put the 49ers in there. I'm going to put the Seattle Seahawks in there. I believe Chicago Bears, you know, oh man, it's, fuck. You know, here's the thing. If the quarterbacks play, you don't, like, like all right, this uh, what's his name? Cabernac or whatever, this guy for the 49ers. I don't know how that guy's going to play in a big moment. I really don't. That's the thing that scares me about them. I mean, I'm a Giants fan, so I want him to fuck up. But, like, what's that going to do? What What's that dude going to do in an NFC championship game when Justin Tuck is about to shove his helmet right up his fucking ass? Every fucking down. And OCU Manure is coming on the blind side to slap the ball out of his hand. And Jason Pierre-Paul, as as athletic as he is, is chasing him around like a fucking animal. Like, I don't, I don't know if that guy, like, all day can deal with that. And that's what scares me about them. So, if I had to break it down, I mean, I think that... I'm going to say the Giants, dude. I'm going to say I think that the Giants... You know what? I'm going to say it's like last year. I really am. You know, and I know that seems like a cop out. That's what I'm going to say. I think that um, I think RG three for the Redskins is coming back too early from this injury. I know he's up, but I saw him jogging around practice. He ain't doing shit. Stupid move. It's like, oh, he's really flexible, and I guess he's okay. He's not okay. He's a fucking human being. Don't give a fuck how flexible he is. He's running around, and one of his legs is like he's got fucking broken glass in his sock. The way he's running around. Give me a fucking break. It's stupid. It's fucking... That's what they do. Ben Roethlisberger... You know, I want to know why? I was trying to figure out why the Steelers lost to the fucking Chargers last week. I was trying... I'm like, how? Ben Roethlisberger's coming back? Was it in Pittsburgh? I mean, it's a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. You want to know how? Ben Roethlisberger isn't fucking healthy. That's what happens when your rib is sticking into a fucking vital organ or whatever the fuck's going on with him. It's so stupid. Let the guy rest. I know it's a critical time, but why don't you just... 
you know, your backup beat the Ravens. Let's see what your backup does again. He's flying high. Let the backup go in there for another game. Roethlisberger gets another whole week or, uh, or so more of rest. And then he comes back the next week, and he's much healthier. And then you got a legitimate shot. And then you go on a run, and you win out, and you get in. That's what you do. You don't put these guys in. RG3 is going to come in, and somebody's going to fucking hit him in the legs, and then he's going to be done. It's stupid. The guy's knee is sprained or whatever the fuck it is. There's probably fluid in his knee. Just cut the shit. I know, oh, now's not the time. Now's not the time. Well, whatever. We'll see. I don't think I don't think it's a smart move. I really don't. Um, you know, depending on the schedule and stuff, I mean, I guess you'd have to look at that. And if he's like 80%, then maybe. But I just don't think after a hit like that. And another thing, I know the NFL hides injuries. That's another thing. They hide injuries. So... I think that's bullshit. Oh, no, he's doing good. He's fucking throwing the ball around in practice. What does that mean? He could be in a fucking wheelchair and throw the ball around in practice. doesn't mean shit. I don't know why I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad at nobody right now. The reason why I am getting mad is because you see this shit on ESPN and they're like, man, this guy's flexible. This guy's lucky. He's like a fucking rubber man. No, he's not. His knee is killing him right now. So I'm going to, I don't mean to cop out my NFC predictions, but when I look at it, I feel like it's really the same thing. I think it's going to be who gets hot. So you got, you got the Bears, you got the Packers, you got the Niners, and you got the Giants, and um, you got the Seahawks. Like, I think, like, I think, I think it's going to come down to one of those five teams in the NFC. And if I had to choose, I would say it's going to be the Giants or 49ers, depending on what this quarterback does. AFC, very simple, very easy. The Texans showed you that they're not for real. The Patriots smacked around the Texans like a fucking... It was a joke. It really was ridiculous. So I, I think that they're done. I don't. By the way, I don't believe in the Falcons and the NFC. I'm sorry I didn't bring the Falcons up, but Matt Ryan hasn't won a playoff game, and I don't think he's going to this year either. Or if he does, I don't think he's going to go too far. One of these teams is going to get really hot in the, in the NFC and in the AFC and, and go on the run, whether it's the, you know, Packers, Niners, or Giants. Like, And that's the thing. you got to look at it. All of the teams that won Super Bowls have something in common. This is what you have to – this is it. What is the one thing that they all have in common? It's very simple. They all have a good quarterback. I understand they have defenses. You know the Trent Dilfer world. Uh, the Trent Dilfer Super Bowls are are far and few between. Think about it. Eli Manning won it last year. Was it the year before that? Was who the Packers? Aaron Rodgers. It's just just think about all the quarterbacks in the league who have Super Bowl rings. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. It's it's very, very rare. That's why I'm worried about the San Francisco if I was a San Francisco 49ers fan, I'd be worried about it. This guy doesn't have a fuck this guy doesn't this guy doesn't do anything but run around. I mean he does make some good throws, he's not doing but he's not great is standing in the pocket in the fucking NFC championship game when you're down four points and you gotta go downfield and score a touchdown to win in the in the two minute drill. That's great. Does this guy have that? He hasn't shown that. We gotta see. I don't know. We'll see. So I think one of the really great quarterbacks out of the NFC is gonna come out and and do it. Whether it's gonna be uh, you know, Eli 
Aaron Rodgers or this kid in San Fran is going to prove me wrong, but I don't know. So, uh, and AFC, like I said, that's easy. You know, Tom Terrific, as I call him, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, they may play in the AFC championship game or they may play in the, in the playoffs for sure. And um, I don't think you could count out the Ravens just yet. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are done. I really think the Jets are going to go on a run here and sneak in. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they're not. Um, we'll see. You know, you may get a wild card in there like the Colts, or you may get somebody to just like sneak in in the end, maybe knock the Steelers out. Something like that could maybe happen. But, um, you know, so I'll say I think there's five teams in the NFC that are going to – five teams that could potentially go to the Super – like that, that I, I would predict are going to be really serious. I mean, unless I'm wrong, but if – and if I had to eliminate out of those five, I'd eliminate the Bears. I'd eliminate the Falcons. I already did eliminate the Falcons. I, I would think – all right, so I'll give you three and three. Here are the three teams that are going to be – either either the three teams will be in the Super Bowl. See, th that's the thing about me. When I make predictions, I'll, I'll fucking put it out there. Call me out and be like, Verza, you were wrong. The Super Bowl team that will be that will represent the AFC will be one of three teams. It will be the Baltimore Ravens, the New England Patriots, or the Denver Broncos. Um, I say that because of the defense of the Ravens. I say that because of the defense of the Broncos and Peyton Manning, and I say it because of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Those those are the three teams. And in the NFC, I think you have the Packers, you have the 49ers, and you have the Giants. So, and, and I mean, I understand the Seattle Seahawks are amazing, and it's going to be hard to beat them at home. I get that. But you know something? Again, that kid Wilson, he's new. I've seen it too many times. New quarterbacks don't do it. The, especially the first year. They don't do it. They may surprise you, get you in the playoffs. They may even sneak a playoff win, but they don't fucking do it. So it's almost like you need to go through that hardship. You need to go through the hard times. And and, and I was talking about this with a comedian yesterday. Um, Michael Jordan said it best. You have to go through the horrible hard shit. We we're talking about that with comedy. You need to be in that shitty bar gig with eight people who don't fucking know you, don't like you. There's music on, the TV's on, and you're screaming your jokes at them. And it's just because you need stage time and you feel good because you got on stage and you're doing what you love to do. You need to remember those times. And I was fortunate enough to do shit like that and then stand on stage at Carnegie Hall. But I would have never stood on that stage at Carnegie Hall if I didn't stand in that fucking shitty bar in Jersey standing on a fucking Coca-Cola crate because they didn't really have a stage. So I was standing on a Coca-Cola crate. It was a true story. I did a pub in New, Jer in New Jersey where they were serving all these Italian people like dinner. So not only was I competing with get, making people laugh, but I'm competing with fucking lasagna and bolognese and shit. These people are like cutting into veal parmesan while I'm up there talking shit. You know, and they didn't have a good sound system and they just gave me a microphone. And they didn't have a stage. So they gave me like the the, the Coca-Cola crates that like the two liters of Coca-Cola went in. And that's what I was standing on when I was performing. And I actually got a great joke out of it that lasted a really long time. But, you know, you need those moments, those humbling, shitty moments. And all of these rookie quarterbacks in the NFL need to have that. 
And you will, you know what? In time, you will get one. You will get a rookie. Like RG3, he looks so composed and good that if he stays in the pocket and he stays healthy, he's like one of those guys that can shock the world. Like he's one of those guys that you could see holding a trophy on ESPN, really young in his career, going, holy shit, man, this guy did it. The thing is, it's really, really rare. And I think that when you have a guy like Eli Manning or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, those guys just know what it's like to be down. Think about that. You got to know what it's like to be down with with a minute 18 seconds left and knowing you're a minute 18 seconds left from going home but in your mind you're like no we're going to go score and we're going to the Super Bowl that's the difference like I said so we will see we will see it's going to be exciting I love the fact that we beat the Saints I just don't like the fact that we let the Saints keep scoring I know we scored 52 points the Giants I'm talking about here but you know we also let them kind of score like garbage shit You, you can't do that so I would like our defense to perform a little better uh, big game. We're going into Atlanta. I think we're going to win the game just because the Giants are the type of team where if everybody thinks, oh, this is going to be the hard one, they, they, they end up winning it. So that's uh, that's that. All right, we are an hour in, and um, I'm going to do plugs, and I'm also going to make an announcement here on the show. Okay, um, I got some really good news, everybody. And um, through your support at comedy shows and listening to my show, and please keep the comments coming on iTunes. I'm trying to get into the top 100, and apparently you assholes don't want to go to iTunes and just type in, hey, love the show, or Verzi's an asshole, or yeah, I listen every week, whatever. You guys just don't want to do it. I'm trying to get to the top 100, and I'm trying to take you people with me. I apologize for calling you guys assholes, but you know what I'm saying. But no, I have an announcement, and the announcement is I just got word that I am going to be um, doing um, I'm going to be doing stand-up on TV, guys. And uh, I'm just locking down the date, but uh, I got that the go-ahead with something, and it's going to be um, pretty different and, and something that hasn't been done uh, that much in the business. So it's going to be pretty cool, and I will explain it to you later. But um, I'll be doing stand-up on TV. Um in the next few months so I'll let you guys know about that and I'm excited about it and also some other opportunities have uh, come up and um, just working just working man just gotta keep writing and I'm excited because in the next couple of months I'm gonna be uh, taping my first hour of stand up uh, on an album that you can go and buy and um, we'll see so that's what's going on and I will give more details but you guys will be seeing me soon and uh, this weekend, tomorrow night, I was off tonight, but it's back to the back to the grind tomorrow. Tomorrow night, I will be performing at the Mohegan Sun Casino. Uh, that is tomorrow night, Sunday night. If you are in the New York City area and you want to come and catch a show, I will be at both the Stand in New York City and Stand Up New York. I know they sound similar; they are different. One is the stand on 20th and 3rd Avenue. The other is Stand Up New York, which is on the corner of 78th and Broadway. That'll be Sunday night. I will be doing the early show at Stand Up New York and the 10 o'clock show at the stand. Okay, so it's Mohegan Sun tomorrow night for an 8 o'clock show, and it is those two shows in New York City on Sunday. Also, 
December 18th, Tuesday, I will be at Gotham Comedy Club for the, the Comedy Juice show there, which is a sick show for a Tuesday night in New York City. Come out to that. The lineups are always insane. Great, great lineups. And um, New Year's Eve, I will be with uh, John Heffron at Levity Live from December 29th all the way until the New Year's Eve show, which will be... Um, you know, right into Sunday, right into the uh, to Monday, you know, to the, to the ball drops. So check that out. That's going to be a fun weekend too. Okay, so I hope what you got from this is even if your family sucks and they're assholes, just kind of laugh it off if it, you could deal with it and make fun of them. Don't wear a turtleneck. The Knicks are the shit. There's only six teams who can compete for the Super Bowl. And um, that's pretty much it. Prayers to everybody from that horrible thing today. Um, and that's pretty much it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed number 90. I uh, hope I hope you're sitting there going, man, I wish he would do another 10 minutes. Unfortunately, I'm going to leave you assholes wanting more. No, but in all seriousness, guys, go to uh, go to Butterfly Radio. Download that app for free. Send me a message on there. I'll get back to you. Tweet me after you listen to the podcast, and I, you know, I will definitely try to get back to any tweet or questions, and you know, and put your name on it. So I'd love to shout you out, and I, that's one thing that I want to do is I want to, you know, be like, hey man, Joe Smith sent me this from whatever man. I really appreciate it, and 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 you know, call you out and talk about it because you know, you guys are part of the show. You guys are that's what I'm doing this for. I'm, I'm doing this for. Um, you know, for you guys. So, and and if you have something good, I don't care if you have something good two, three weeks in a row, I'll keep talking about you. I don't give a shit. You know, that's what I want to do because, you know, without you guys, um, you know, I'm sitting here talking to fucking, talking to myself. All right, so please do that and, um, you know, send me money for Christmas. I got kids, man. The fuck? You know what I mean? I'll tweet you my address. Just send some cash, you know, not for anything. I'm not looking for donations for the podcast. I just, I just want, I need some cash. I got kids. I want to get my kids really good shit. Like I'm going to get them shit, but if you guys send cash, I'm going to be able to get them really good shit. That's only fair. I give you fucking people an hour a day now. I upped it from 45 minutes. I really have. I don't know if you guys noticed that. You know, I'm starting to feel underappreciated. <laughs> Imagine if I just broke down and cried. Like that's one thing. Like I would never have a meltdown on a podcast. Has anybody done that yet? Where they just fucking had a meltdown and cried on a podcast? That would be the worst if you had a meltdown and cried in your podcast and then you just tried to come on the next week and act like nothing happened. Like, welcome back to Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi and um I'm gonna totally avoid the fact that I cried like a baby girl on the last episode. Uh, speaking of baby girls, man, my daughter is seven months old and she is running shit. Running shit. If you have a daughter, okay, and you could see the personality and the smile and she's just ready to take on the world, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like they just, you, they're just running shit. It's just something that the, the the female can do that the male can't. Females are just way more. I don't know. 
like females are way more um I should probably do this on another podcast. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing right now. But females are just like there's so much I don't know. There's just something behind it. It's like I think they they have agendas and motives before they even know they do. You know what I mean? Like there's just something. There's just something there. And they know it. And I just can't figure it out. But like my seven-month-old daughter owns me. I can't, you know? Like even with simple shit, you know? Like when she's, I don't know. When she's like, like you know, like let's say like my daughter, you know, like she needs a diaper change. You know, she shit her diaper. You know, like you clean it right away. With a boy, you're like, ah, he can <laughs> He can handle a little shit in his diaper for 10 minutes. (laughs) You know, toughen him up a little bit, toughen his ass cheeks up, get some shit on there. You know, that's what a boy does. (laughs) Oh, fuck, that is fucking funny. Oh, my God. I don't even care if you guys don't think that shit is funny. I'm amusing myself. (laughs) I got to write that shit down. No pun intended. Like, you know, your daughter shits her pants and she's dirty. You're not going to have your daughter wet with a shitty diaper. You can't you can't have that. You want your daughter clean, dry, powder. Never any problem. Boy could be screaming, shit, I got shit in my pants. You're like, yeah, but I got to finish this phone call. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm taking that shit to the stage. And I'm calling that right now, too. That's my shit. So any comedians who do listen to this podcast and you have kids, fuck that. That's my joke. And I'm saying right now, if anybody sees a comedian do that joke after this podcast, fuck it. They stole it. That's mine. Uh, Speaking of cleaning yourself, I just got to say this. Um, There is a fracture in my right hand. I broke my right hand last week. Um, And again, in in an unfortunate fight, I broke my right hand. And um, I got to tell you, I'm righty, and wiping your ass with your left hand is just awkward. It's like like wiping your ass with your left hand when you're righty. It's like, it's like driving a car in, in England, I guess. Just something's off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know, because like you can't like spread the other cheek properly. So I'm like going through, and I'm like real compulsive, so when I wipe myself, like I got to make sure like my ass is like super clean, you know, like I, I got to make sure, like every time I wipe my ass, I make sure like I could go 24 hours like w- with like a clean, happy ass, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, when you do it with your left, you just can't get the proper like, I don't know what the word is, I don't know if it's leverage or I don't know if it's like, you just can't get the proper... So, like, I'm going through, like, toilet paper, and then I get sick of, like, feeling like I can't get it proper with my left. So then, like, I try it with my broken hand, and, like, it's agonizing. But, like, you got to go that extra mile to get it. You know, no pain, no gain. You got to clean your ass, but it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I'm in a goofy mood, and I'm just ready to riff. I'm just ready to riff right now. So, um... But I did the plugs already and everything, and I got to leave you guys wanting more. What am I doing? What am I doing? Am I that guy who doesn't know how to end? I feel like that shitty comic who's just like, who's just trying to, 
you know, just get more time in. But you know, f- you know when 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 it's over. But it is my show, and you guys can't go fuck yourselves. Like I could sit here and talk for two hours. It doesn't matter. See, that's the beauty of this. That's the other beauty of this doing this podcast. I don't have a boss going. Come on, we got fucking bills to pay. We got to wrap up and get out of here. The sound people want to leave. The light people want to leave. I could sit here for fucking nineteen hours and record this if I wanted to. You guys could go in and out of it and listen whenever you want. That's the beauty of it. But I am going to watch a movie tonight. I'm going to lay down right now. And I'm just going to chill out and watch a movie. And then I'm going to get yelled at by my wife of why I go to bed so late again. Especially on my night off when I could be resting. And um, it's going to be an awful morning with the kids. And then I'm going to drive to Connecticut to perform Mohegan Sun. More tired than I should be. And, um, that's it. But I will tell you something. I got a new joke from this podcast, and I think it's safe to say that this is one of the first, I think there's been like a few, like, people always tell me, dude, you gotta go back and listen to your podcast and listen to the shit you talked because a lot of that stuff is bits, and you could definitely talk about that on stage, and I don't. Um, but that... That keeping the shit in the diaper bit compared to a boy and a girl is, I'm really happy about that. So, like, I got some work done, and I'm going to write that. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. Toughing the ass up by leaving some shit in there is fucking, oh, man, that's funny. And if it bombs, I'll just be like, fuck you, like, it made me laugh. It already got a laugh. It already got the laugh it needed. But, that's it. You know, I've had a long day. I've ate, I ate good. I've been on this diet, I'm losing weight, and tonight I just said, fuck it. You know what, you gotta have these days. I had meatballs, I had sausage, I had spaghetti. I did like a cold antipasta beforehand. I had some dried sausage, I had some Reggiano Parmesan cheese, I had some sharp provolone. For dessert, I had a little bit of cake. I had two scoops of ice cream. had a little bit of wine. I mean, I fucking did it tonight. And I still managed to sit down and put together this podcast for you people. Um, so, I got some work in. And I got a bit out of it. And I think I got a bit that's going to... I think I got a bit that's pretty good. Like when it's your daughter's... I, I, I think I like the comparison. I really do. So, um, what else can I talk about? Nothing. That's it. This one's over. Minute 13 and 55, 6, 7, 8, 9. Uh, minute and 14. That's the show, everybody. I really appreciate you listening. Send your, um, send your comments to iTunes. Send the audio to, uh, Butterfly Radio. And uh, tweet me, and we will talk next time. Go Giants against the Falcons. Let's have the Knicks keep doing what they're doing. And uh, if you're, oh, oh, last thing I will say, if you are like, if you're a Bears fan or a Steelers fan, or you just love, you know, if you're just a, a fan of whatever, a diehard fan of another team, the way I am of, you know, my my Knicks and Giants and Yankees or whatever. Well, you know, you guys know if you listen, I'm not that much into baseball anymore. But if you are. Um, I'm such a fucking NFL nut that I watch it all. So if you want me to talk about it or if you like, hey, what do you think about this guy? I'd love to do that too. So bring it on. 
and uh, we'll talk about it. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate it. This has been episode number 90. Thanks, everybody. I uh, Until episode number 91, I will see you guys uh, soon. Have a great one.